This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Terrace here with another Knicks episode of the Knicks Jets, etc. podcast. And with me, as always, my buddy, my coach, pal, the man with the plan, the one and only, the one and only, John Malik. And I see that it's getting implemented. This intro is getting implemented. <laughs> WPW, winning picks weekly. I love it. I love that it's just sticking with the channel. But before we ask John how he is doing, everyone out there, you know what to do. If you listen to this podcast and you haven't subscribed already, what are you doing? Make sure to subscribe. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. And if you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a comment. We will read it and we'll greatly appreciate it. We're also on YouTube. Knicks, comma, Jets, comma, ETC, period. No one writes out, et cetera. That's just wild. Find the page, subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. And when you watch a video, hit the like button, leave a comment, add to the conversation. We want to know how you feel. Come on, everyone. Let us know how you feel about the Knicks lottery. We're at 11. Some of us knew we're going to stay at 11. Some of us thought it was going to be the worst thing. We're going to drop to 12. Some of us thought, you know, we're going to be prosperous. Sent out that tweet today and think we're going to be in the top four. Okay. Could be five through 10. We were not eligible to do that, but maybe just maybe could have been in the top four, but no. Only Patrick Ewing could be the only guy that we that we drafted number one all overall since 1985. <laughs> but guys, while you're over there, while you're over checking out the podcast, we got another podcast, Winning Picks Weekly. I just alluded to it. John, video producer Greg, co-host Chip Murphy, our guy Chip Murphy. These guys go through everything. They just recently dissected the PGA Championship, NHL Playoffs. They got NBA conference finals. You guys need to place money down. Come on. They got you covered. MLB. Look, these guys just do a great job. But when you go over there and listen, make sure to bet responsibly. All right. These guys will win you some money. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, you name it. We are there. But with all that said, the man, the myth, the legend himself with me today john malika dr malika counselor my man how how should the people be feeling today how should they all be feeling today all right because lottery happened for those of you that don't know if you don't know now you do know and guess what it was only a half an hour show before the the tip off of celtics heat all right we had mark tatum out here this man never smiles (laughs) when he's reading the cards but he always smiles when it comes to the Knicks and to our doom and gloom of either staying put or dropping. He, that man has like a mechanical smile. He's like, and the New York Knicks. And it's like everyone else. He could be like the New Orleans Pelicans. All right. Memphis Grizzlies. New, New York Knicks. And it's just like, why are you smiling, bro? Why, why, why do you have to be happy for our pain? But I don't really find it to be pain. I feel like we, we saw this coming, the 11th pick. But John, let me know how you feel, man. Were you, were you hopeful? Do you think the Knicks were going to drop in the, jump into the top four? Do you think they were going to drop? Do you even care? How do you feel, man? Let us know. Well, of course. I mean, of course we care, dude. This is, this, we care about everything Knicks. So the lottery matters. Well, let, me, well, let me tell you something. There's people who are like in, in my, in my mentions who are like, I don't care, man. I'm like, why are you even commenting that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously you care because you're thinking about the NBA in May and the Knicks haven't played a basketball game in months. So, I mean, how am I feeling? I'm feeling great, dude, because the Rangers won game seven and we're about to start a brand new series and my NHL picks are looking good and the NHL playoffs looking great. The Eastern Conference Finals hurting my feelings a lot and I'm looking forward to Luca. You know, the the once a decade, shout out to my boy Mikey, the once a decade uh, Mavs versus uh heat rivalry I'm, I'm i'm all about it i'm all about it i'm excited for that when it comes to the Knicks, dude of course the lottery matters man because those same people that tell me oh who cares are the same people that are yelling at me 
you know, ever since the All-Star break, oh, play the kids, tank, tank, lottery odds, percentages. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, th- these are the same people. So, of course, today matters. I was a little bit, I mean, so, you know, if you don't know, the Knicks could have had a one through four. You had, they had like about a 2% chance of that. And then we had a 77% chance at 11 and about a 12% chance at 12. That's it. Those are our only choices today in the lottery out of 14. So there was a little bit of anxiety at 12. Once we, once they didn't say New York Knicks at 12, I, I let out an exhale and I'm good to go. Like I was super content with that. No matter what happens after that, I'm good to go. We don't drop. I mean, you, you, you talk about how, how I'm feeling or what do I really think about this draft? I really hate Adam Schefter right now. Like Shefty and his, and his clickbait. Nick stuff annual. really annoying. It's really annual. Annoying. Annual Nick's bait tweet. Who has NBA Nick's draft lottery stats? It's a lottery. It's Alex. It's a lottery, a literal lottery. How are the Knicks possibly getting slander about a lottery? Like it's, that they have it's no control much. over. It's too much. And like, I'm getting these texts in the morning and then she, oh, it's just too much, dude. And then it's like, oh, Nick, and then we get, you know, slighted for responding. And now it's just like a whole perpetual circle of nonsense. And Hence, it, Nick's that's what's clicks. annoying. <laughs> Nick's for clicks, dude. It, it, that, that stuff's annoying. But other than that, I get it. Everyone loves the Knicks. Knicks Day put out 11. We should be happy. What are your thoughts, man? I know you were just on Knicks Fan TV. Yeah, what are your I'm thoughts fine. on the day? I'm fine. Look, man, as long as we didn't drop... Cool. Exactly. And honestly, when I'm looking at this draft, because it's once again, this is like 2020 draft where it's like, oh, it's not that deep or, you know, maybe you can find some gems or, or it's stacked. Like there's so many mixed messages right now. Honestly, at 11, it's not a bad situation for the Knicks right now. Okay. I was just talking to Chip and CK, our guys, you know, Chip, who's on winning picks weekly has been on this show. CK has been on this show, you know, friends of the pod, hosts of the pod. When it comes to chip, recurring guests, recurring guests, whatever. All right. Our boys, like I was talking to them. They're talking about Jalen Duran. They're talking about Mark Williams. There's possibly Johnny Davis dropping Benedict Mathurin. Like if you're telling me all any of those guys are going to be around there, like what's to be angry about? Like honestly, what is there a- to be angry at? How about AJ Griffin? He, I wouldn't be happy with, I would love AJ Griffin. Oh, you kidding? Dude, I, that's my, that's my bullseye right now. My bullseye AJ Griffin, right shout out to Jordan Griffith, who was on here. All right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. And he, and he, and he coached uh, AJ Griffin. So like if AJ Griffin drops, like these are all possibilities at 11. I'm not upset. And the way that the lottery, like the way that our front office has drafted the last two years, how can you be upset? Like the fact that we'd even drop and you could have, I just gave you some four guys who could be solid contributors in the NBA. Like personally, Johnny Davis is my dude. I think him just carrying a team by himself is just so impressive. He's going to be there. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, or if you want to replace Mitchell Robinson and you want to talk about drafting centers that have a little bit more complete game, solid defensively, who could possibly start in a Tibbs rotation. Duran and Williams are like guys that you could potentially throw in there that could do that if you don't want to pay Mitch and if you want to sign and trade him. Or if so, you don't want to sign De- DeAndre Ayton. I mean, I don't think Phoenix is waiting, but we could talk about that a little bit later. Oh my God, but, 100%, 100% he's going to be like, oh, but anyway. Okay. We're, we're I, just don't think we're gonna, I just don't think we're going to ever pay him that much. That's, that's a lot to unload for a team that's not even ready to do that, honestly. Yeah. Like, I, that, we took, we get actually, I'll, I'll, well, I'll save that. I'll table that, that question for you in a, in a second. But I just want to say, like, I'm fine with the 11th pick. Okay. And look, I have people in my mentions saying, you know, I asked, is it going to be prosperity? Is it going to be pain today? Like, how is everyone feeling? Trying to gauge like the, the pulse <laughs> of Nick's nation. Okay. People have been saying pain, prosperity. They're, they're looking for prosperity, but they were w- ready for pain. X, Y, Z, Dude, every answer anyone, possible. Anyone who was predicting pain and there was a 12% chance of that, dude, just get out of my life. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't need to hear your nonsense, dude. There's a 12% oh, well, chance. Yeah. Well, here, you're going to like this one then. <laughs> give, me a, give me a second for this one because someone said pain. Come on, it's the Knicks. When was the last time there were good news? And I was like, I don't know. Obi Toppin, RJ Barrett, Emmanuel Quickly, Quentin Grimes, Mitchell Robinson, uh, Miles McBride, Jericho Sims. They've all been good news to me. I don't know about you. Like, they've been good news to me. This dude responds saying, I'm trying not to laugh. You know what? At that point, you're just a certified hater. I don't even know why you watch things. Okay. Go, go, go back to being under a rock. Um, anyway, moving, moving along. 
I'm fine with it, man. I think, like I said, there's some good options. You know, you're, you're like an AJ Griffin. I would be stoked for AJ Griffin. I'd be happy for, uh, you know, Johnny Davis. I'd be stoked for one of the centers either. Like at this <laughs> point, it said, doesn't really like, I think we're fine. Like I legitimately think we're fine. Shout out to the Jordan Griffith episode. You mentioned that we, we discussed, uh, both of those guys on the pod and, you know, we didn't even mention NYCFC. They're doing fantastic. Toddy's getting goals, right? Just, just a quick, you know, side bet there and, and Liverpool. One again today, and they're taking the Champions League down to Championship Sunday to almost catch Man City. We'll see what happens. So, dude, how, what's there not to be happy about? I, I agree, man. The Rangers win Game 7 at the Garden. The Knicks stay put at 11. There was a 77% chance of it. The draft, we have seen that our current coach and front office at least know how to draft. Maybe you don't 100% agree with what happens after the draft. But at least we know that they're good at drafting and the 11th pick, we're still fine, man. I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think there's anything to be upset about at all. But the question I have for you is, are we even going to use this pick? And I was actually going to ask you this question. So I'm glad that you brought this up. Uh, I think we are going to use this pick. You know, when I look at what Leon Rose sent to, just the the ticket holders, what the beat reporters got a hold of. He kept talking about the youth. I think we're still keep going through the youth. This team is not ready to move a draft pick to to go get someone like Spida. You know, like Donovan Mitchell is not realistic for this team right now. Because he was at Game Seven in the Garden, bro. I hear you. I think if it was, I think if it was a top four, I think if it was a top four, more realistic. I think you could sell someone on taking like a Jaden Ivy. Or if you're Utah, taking one of the top, uh, either taking Jabari Smith, Paolo Banchero, Chet Holgram. I think you could, I think you could sell Utah on one of those guys. But to give the 11th to go get, uh, to go get Donovan, I think it's a little bit more. It's going to be a lot more than that. So I don't see that happening. I, I think if you just unload everybody, when I think quickly, Toppin, uh, Grimes. All these guys can still develop and get better where you don't have to trade all those assets together right now. You could trade one or fewer of them to go get Spider. Also, he's in the fourth year of his, his extension. Utah is going to be looking for a haul, and I just don't trust Danny Ainge as the guy to be on the other side to negotiate with. I don't, I don't see Don, I don't see Spider. I don't see really any other star out there. Maybe you make a minor trade, but that doesn't necessarily involve a draft pick of this year. I still think the Knicks take someone this season because we need to add either replace Mitch or add some wing depth. Okay. But what are your thoughts, man? Because my thought is that I think we're going to take a wing and we discussed this on the Cam Reddish episode because I think Cam's not going to really be here because they're going to look at a rookie scale contract. Do you think they use the pick and do you think they take a wing or do you think they're going to go for a big? So if they stay, I do think that they're going to take a wing. And again, I, I do hope it's AJ Griffin. I think he'd be a perfect fit on the squad. As you always say, we need wings. And to be honest with you, the only point guard who's available there is Ty Ty. I don't mm. know if I know you're upset with I know you're upset with Ty Ty. I'm I'm sure he's gonna look different outside Kentucky regardless. So we'll see. We'll see. We we still have a long way to go with the combine and all this stuff. But if we do stay there, I I most likely I definitely see a wing type player, shooting a small forward, shooting guard hybrid, power forward hybrid. I mean, definitely not center. I don't see many like big centers there. Something, some sort of wing. But I really like what you said about Mitchell. Not only do I not want to negotiate with the Jazz, I don't want to trade for Mitchell. If you really want to come to the Knicks this bad, if you are. You know, training in the offseason in Westchester, if you are going to Rangers games, if you're going to Mets games and you really love it, just, dude, when you're a free agent, come here. Otherwise, you're going to screw the whole franchise. You're going to screw the team. You're going to have a mellow trade, okay, for better or for worse. And, and you're going to be linked up with RJ. People are going to resent you because we got rid of our young guys. And it's going to be inefficient as hell. It's just not going to work out. So I, I agree with you. And Speaking of Danny Ainge, Mr. Hypocrite himself, I'm all upset about the Knicks uh, Bass coming to 
you know, uh, are you glad you jazz <laughs> Dallas Mavericks game? Meanwhile, he is in the Utah Jazz front office and he's going to Celtics games, game seven. You know what I'm saying? Nothing to do with him. Eastern Conference. It's just, it's the same exact thing that the Knicks did. The Knicks are in the Eastern Conference. He went to a Western Conference game. It wasn't a deciding factor. It was game one. And they were on the other sideline. Danny Ainge chopping it up with, you know, with the executives and everyone. And he's watching the game. I don't know. That, that, that's why I like, dude, just shut up. So I, I agree with you. I don't want to trade with Danny Ainge either. He's annoying. But coming to the original question here, do I think we're going to draft this pick? I, I don't, I don't think that Leon Rose was referring when he was referring to the youth. I don't think he's referring to another draft pick. I agree with you. We are going to stay with the youth movement because we're going to stay with our guys. That's what that meant. And that means we're not going to trade IQ. That means we're not going to trade Obi. You know what I'm trying to say? Like we're not going to get rid of RJ Barrett. Like that's what, that's what though, that's what my interpretation of we're going to stick with our guys, stick with our youth. Because like you said, like you just mentioned, how many youth that we drafted that we're still, you know, kind of gathering intel on, whether we like it or not. And shout out to Frank. Frankie Smoke still chilling in the, in the Western Conference, getting real minutes. Uh, man, like shout out to him. Like that's all our boys. That I mean, Bullock too. The Dallas Knicks. Yeah, I mean, it, because KP's out there, I feel okay about the whole thing. I like them now. <laughs> they're, yes. They're okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And Timmy Isn't Hardaway's out there too. Isn't like, it interesting how he gets traded? Guys. How he gets traded? Luka could never make it out of the first round, but he gets traded to out of the first round. <laughs> It's amazing. It's amazing. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> I love it. I really, truly love it. But, dude, I actually, I, I, I don't see the Knicks making this draft pick. Really? So, what do you, who do you think this draft pick is going? Where, where is this going then? Is this for Jalen Brunson? Is no, this for I, Malcolm Brogdon? It's definitely not for Malcolm Brogdon. Is, is it, is, okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Is Jalen Brunson an unrestricted free agent? He is an unrestricted free agent. Okay, so he's not going for Jalen Brunson either. I I, I believe that he's get, uh, the first round pick is going to be packaged with Randall. Wherever Randall is going, I have a feeling that that first round pick is going to go with him. So we could that's like really going to be a nice juicy deal wherever he goes. Like we're going to get something real back, and that's the only way that would happen without losing our players. You know what I mean? Without losing RJ, without losing IQ, without losing Obi. If if you're gonna get rid of Randall and maybe like a Fournier or Burks, you know, plus a first round pick, that's a real trade. I don't know for who. I'm not gonna you know go crazy and speculate. Oh, it's for this exact person or that exact person. I'm I'm not sure who that's gonna be. It's not gonna be for Brunson. I'll tell you that much. That's not that 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 whole thing's not. But I I couldn't. I mean, it just depends, dude. Uh, just like stepping back away from the training of the draft pick, it just it's just been on my mind, I guess. And I, I guess I just have to let it out because it's DeAndre Ayton thing. Talking about a sign and trade. If the Suns call us and want to sign and trade Ayton for Randall or Ayton for Mitchell Robinson, I'm not going to hate that. So you know would, you do, mean? would you trade? Would you trade? Because the Suns need Randall. that third guy, and the, Randall fits that mold, actually. He actually does fit that mold. Yeah. Uh, so would you trade Mitchell Robinson? So you're, you're saying you trade Mitchell Robinson, Julius Randle, this year's first rounder. Well, you can't, right? You can't sign and trade and add anyone with him. No, no, no. The trading team can't add anyone to the signer, but the other side can. Okay. So if you want, so if the Knicks. So we have to eight, sign trade Mitch. Yeah, we would have to. Yeah, so yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it that, count. Okay, okay, yeah. you're, you're right. You're right on that. You're right on that. Um, so it's got to be Randall. I was thinking Aiton. So yeah, you want? Would you do? You're you're going to do a uh, Aiton for Randall then? Would you do Randall in the first round pick for DeAndre Aiton? Absolutely. Well, yeah, I would. I and, would and give him a contract. All right, yeah, and then and then and then you could sign and trade Mitch for Jalen Brunson. Yes, you could. You could do that. That for me is that'd be a little bit more. T- that'd be a fix. That's be, a quick fix. That's actually closer me. because that would that would you probably have to give Mitch fifteen million a year, and just to, if you're going to give Brunson twenty million a year. But if Brunson gets anything higher than that, you can't do that because there's no way Mitch is going to be making that much money. 
Yeah, I could see. I, I don't know. I could see Mitch making it in the eighteen to twenty range, and then Jalen Brunson really? making it in the twenty three to twenty five range because everybody knows that the cap is going up. You know what I mean? It's that it's no longer a secret. It's coming out, and so agents know it, and it's only going to cripple you for one year. I don't know, dude. I know people are starting to get sour on Brunson. I don't understand that they've been unbelievable, bro. The conversations on Brunson. I know this is a lottery pick, and we're we're gonna go back. We're going go back to some of the lottery talk in a second. But the the fact that the Brunson conversation has gone from, oh, he's not that good, to now he's. Uh, why would he leave this team? Just say if you don't want Brunson, this is the reason you don't want. This is this is the reason you don't want Brunson. Let me help you all out right here. It's not that he sucks. It's not that you don't trust him. It's not that. Uh, why would he leave the team? Which is also a very good question. Why would he leave a team that's going to the Western Conference Finals? That's a legitimate question. But the reason you don't want him on the Knicks, and this is the reason why, is because you want Emmanuel quickly to start, and you want to see more of our young guys get playing time. But it's more so for Emmanuel quickly to start. Just be honest with that thing. It's not that he sucks. It's not that he's bad. None of those things, because he's actually a very good player. We're, his team is in the Western Conference Finals, and he's been a key factor to the Mavericks' success this season. So that's that, that cannot be true. Okay, Can I be honest about something? Sure. I think it's total weirdo behavior how people care whether or not IQ starts over anything else. Like, who cares, bro? Like, if he's twenty, if he's twenty-seven minutes off the bench. Being Jamal Crawford, what the hell do you care? Like, like I don't understand the obsession. It's just, I think it's at some point about being right and this and that. Like, if Jalen Brunson is starting, and then you have IQ off the bench with D Rose next to him, it's going to be an unbelievable. That's an unbelievable depth chart. Like, what's the issue? Like, we're just going to complain every night. Every night that that happens, that that IQ is making less money than Brunson and he's on the bench. Who the hell cares? It's going to. It's a sick position for him. You know what I mean? I hear you. Like I, like I said, like I, I mean, I wrote an article article for Knicks Fan TV about it, and I said, like my whole logic for starting IQ is if you have to move assets in a sign and trade for Brunson, I would be a little bit more weary on how much assets you have to give up for Brunson because once again, we're still not that team, and I'd rather go with IQ at that position. If you, I would be happy with have to have Brunson on this team and to have him and quickly on this team. But I think the obsession with quickly is looking at the past two seasons, seeing. Who has started over him not being a legitimate point guard? And maybe, like, you know, if you're upset with Elver Payton, I get it. If you're upset with having Alec Burks and Kevin Walker, totally understandable. And I get wine IQ to start over those I agree. guys. I okay. Agree. And I but think Brunson that's more. Brunson is not. He's not those guys, dude. I agree. Brunson, I mean, he's, he's, he's leading the Mavericks without Luca when he's out. When he's in, he's, he's jumping into whatever they need him to do. If Luca has trouble, he comes in. If he doesn't, he plays with three point guards if he needs to. And he's getting 30 points. He's playing defense. He's doing everything. No, it's a fact. And that's why it's so weird. This, this is why it's so weird with the quickly and the Brunson conversation combined. Like, if you don't want Brunson, just say, I like a man. I want a man quickly as a point guard and I just want to see him there. Just that's it. It's not, it's nothing about Brunson. <laughs> just say that. If you don't want Brun- like, and if, if that's really it, that's the entire conversation. It, it, there's nothing for either side. Like, it's just that plain and simple. You want to see IQ start, plain and simple. It's not that you think Brunson's bad. If you think Brunson's bad, I, I got, I got to ask you some questions. Legitimately, got to ask you some questions. Of what you're watching? I'm, I'm gonna well, tell you, dude. We're 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 scared. We're scared. We're scared to make a bad move. And I, I I've said it multiple times on on this podcast. I was, I'll be the first to admit I was wrong about Fred Van Fleet because I was scared. You know what I'm saying? We're wrong about Kyle Lowry too. Scared money don't make no money, man. It's just a fact. Like we, you have to start paying these players and it's a discount. Every single thing you do now is a discount. That's why I was kind of annoyed that we didn't sign Mitch. You know what I think? You know what I think the thing is too? I think everyone sees these contracts and we're still living like it's the Allen Houston contract era. And it's like we are so far past that. Like someone it's making twenty million, like twenty million now is nothing. No, Alex. Here, let me give you. Let me give you the other side of that. The Knicks haven't made a great ac- acquisition. That's a know, good long term signing. I get that. Yeah, I get that. Ever? Yeah, I get that. Yeah. No, <laughs> so I get that's that. that's the, that's the whole thing. Like Allen Houston, like Julius Randle. Anyone, anyone who we sign, Stephon Marbury, 
<laughs> Marbury, anyone, anyone who we signed that like because that was a trade, right? But like anyone yeah, who it was, was a trade, Amari, it was a trade. Amari Stoudemire, right? Like anyone who we sign just never works out. So that we're, we're scared. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that's that's what it is at the end of the day. And so yeah, that's why either I a trade or a sign, it never has never worked out. That's why I under. I mean, trade. Yeah, you could kind of argue, but like signing for sure not. And so. That's why I could see the argument as to why you would take the draft pick. Just you have the 11th pick. You've, you've seen that our team drafts well, right? That's Luckily why I think we stick with it. Yeah, we're the Knicks, Jets, et cetera podcast. Or somehow the Jets have a front office that drafts and somehow the Knicks have a front office that drafts. So we've never Strange. seen this happen. <laughs> yeah. That's why, and that's why, like, and as you're right, we won the Derrick Rose trade. I'll say that. Like, we won it for that season. So, like, we, we, in this, in this new regime, we've done well when it comes to trades. We even won the, we even won the, the Porzingis trade. That's what I'm saying. We, we yeah, win trades, man. It's, but it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a different definitely day. Not signings. Definitely not signing. Signings, I agree with you. But getting back to, to the lottery and getting back on track, this is why I think you draft. I, you have to force Tibbs to play the youth at this point. We're, we, we, we tried it. We brought all these guys back that helped us uh, be that successful team 2019, 2020, 2021 season. And didn't work. 2021, 2022, it wasn't catastrophic, but we didn't really go anywhere. It was, we keep going up and down things that we didn't see coming, injuries, regression, all that. We, we can keep going down that same path. We don't have to do that. We've now seen this is not that team. Move some of these guys and give the youth some playing time. Let's figure it out. Let's figure out what we have on this roster for once and let's move forward. That's why I think they should draft this player. We're not ready to start moving off. We don't even have, yes, we have a lot of players, but they're role players, man. Like I look at Jericho Sims as a role player. I look at Quentin Grimes as of right now as a role player. Like the highest guy is probably uh, that we have is RJ Barrett. And if he's a solid, you know, the max I see him is a, is a good two option on this team. Not the one, but a two option. You know, you're like a, like a guy who can, once we find that guy who could be a Luca, a Giannis, somebody like that, he can go help and be that running mate. We haven't found that guy yet. So we got to keep drafting. We have to keep drafting and keep building. So when it comes to, you know, whether it's AJ Griffin, whether it's Johnny Davis, whether it's one of the bigs, whoever, you got to do it. But I got this question for you. Do you see the Knicks trading up, trading back in this draft? What do you think's happening? I don't I definitely don't see them trading back because that means we're just planning for more future, you know, more, you know, later down the road. I just don't think that that's the direction of the Knicks. Like we've we've been building for like this is year 2/3. Yeah, like yeah. we've been building. I don't think that we're trying to move keep moving. If someone impresses us in the draft, I could see us moving up like the Joe Douglas type of mentality. Like, yo, I like you. I want you. I'm going to jump up and get it. Is that Ivy? I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see think, a scenario. I don't think, unless Ivy drops, like he has yeah. to drop. Like he has to come down to like seven. Nine. Yeah. Seven. He has to be in the Portland range where I think you can sell Portland. Shout out to our guy, Blood is a Ponta. You want to talk about moving Randall and moving some guys over to Portland? Simons. Yeah, Anthony Simons. That's the type of scenario I'm like, I can kind of get on that. I'm bored with that. You know? Yeah. I don't I don't know if that's a great idea. I don't, I don't think, think it's for Simons. Simons, I just think it's for the pick. Like I don't see because if you have I don't see it either. I'm I don't see Ivy dropping that far, but that's where I could see maybe doing that trade because as of right now, they still have Dame. Dude, I really thought I Nurkic. really thought with the whole Dame thing, I really thought they were about to get that first round, the first pick, and get Chet, and leave Chet in the Pacific Northwest, give him to Dame and Portland, and keep, I, oh my god, honestly, they, that's the guy, that's it? the guy that they needed. I Chet is the guy that him. they need. If, they, if, the if, if Davidson was still alive, Paolo, Jabari, Chet, Chet those are the guys. Those are the guys that that scream Portland. So I know, but it's not so. Do so you 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 do you do you see any potential trade up options at all, or do you think the Knicks just stay put at eleven if they do keep the pick? If we keep the pick, I think we're going to stay at eleven and see how it goes. But maybe like jumping up one or two spots, 
you know, okay. and like, you know, maybe adding a second rounder or like jumping off salary or, or you know, with a team with, who has an exception on their team, well, a trade exception that they need to get rid of. Because as we know, teams never actually use their trade exceptions and they expire. Mm-hmm. So maybe someone could find, you know, a player on their board that's good, that might drop one or two spots. If we say AJ Griffin is there, you know what I mean? If we really want him, I could see something small like that. But jumping back a little bit to your last conversation with, you know, what this team really got. If we do, if we were to trade Randall and the first in my scenario for Aiton and then sign and trade Mitch for Brunson, just humor me. Right now you got the role players in, in Grimes and Obi, you know, and Sims, uh, you know, in the, in the second, but surround that with Brunson, RJ and Aiton. That's a squad, man. That's a starting five. And then you have IQ, D Rose off the bench. You have Sims. Like you have a real team. Don't forget Alec Burks and, and Fournier are somewhere. I know whether we are not Burks is gone. them or not. I'm, I'm already I'm already convinced Burks is I think you can move Burks for some something. That's I mean good. that's a bold statement because that's Tibbs' guy. So if anything, I think Fournier's gone and, and, and I, I can see Burks just hanging out because he's he could be our starting, you know, our backup small forward and obviously start. At the one through five, if we ever if need Burks him to. is somehow <laughs> here. If Burks is he somehow here, here for next, he will be. He will be. Trust Burks is somehow right that man. Trust me, he will be. He's, that a great, man. he's a great contract. Love Burks. I love Burks for his value for what he actually can do off the bench. Hell yeah, absolutely. Right. I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take this podcast off the rails for the last question because the oh rumor boy. came up today. Oh boy! So I have to ask. Yeah. If Phil Jackson, who is now helping the Lakers, <laughs> helping the Lakers, who has is now rumored that he wants to trade Mr. LeBron James, if Le, if LeBron James no. is being rumored to the Knicks, no, would you do it? No. Would you think <laughs> about it? No. <laughs> okay. Not, no. 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 I'm done That's with this. I'm done with this. I'm done with this. I'm done with this. No, because here's my thing with LeBron James. I'm not doing the same old Knicks. We're getting the star way late in his career. And now you're going to have LeBron on this team, which then means LeBron has to have this team constructed (laughs) the way LeBron wants it. And I've seen what happens to every single damn team (laughs) after LeBron leaves. And once he gets there, all the youth is traded. All these old ass dudes come in here and it's like, wow. Didn't we have something good around here? What if he learned? What if he learned after what just no, happened with the Lakers? I don't believe it. Okay. Stop. Stop. Okay. This man would su- this man could go to New Orleans and somehow get everyone to sign in New Orleans and be like, what just happened? You, you I, Chris Paul resigned with New Orleans. How did that happen? You're like, so get a trade from Phoenix. That's like the type of nonsense that I could see happening. So no, I don't want LeBron on this team. Obviously 10 years ago. Hell yeah. But at this of stage of his career, but. I agree with you. Uh, I, I definitely agree with your points. However, if the Lakers say, give me IQ, Burks, Randall, and like two first round picks for LeBron, I'll be like, yo, let's go. So that's the whole thing. That, 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 that's my, that's my only issue. So uh, as much as I agree with you and all your points, I also know I have a weakness. Man also <laughs> I, have, I have a price. The man wants to win a chip. Like I'm thinking about like his mental. Like he wants to That's win what a I'm chip, saying. bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, he, if he wants to come to the Knicks, like first of all, our season tickets is gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a millionaire because <laughs> of the season tickets. If he comes, the Garden will be a spectacle. I'm just saying playoffs. You know how you know how this all plays out, right? If LeBron came to the Knicks at his yeah, age, we'd, get, we'd lose in the first round and he get hurt. Yes, he get hurt before the playoffs. I'm aware. I'm 100% aware. You already got hurt this past season. He didn't play the first time we played the Knicks. I'm 100% aware. I'm just, uh, it was just a scenario that came up. I thought the Phil Jackson piece was pretty interesting. I know he's going to want to get rid of Westbrook, but it's not going to work. Good ward. The most untradeable contract gets traded. Can you imagine? I I feel like Westbrook for, for, uh, for John Wall might happen but again. Yeah, I think it's, they're just going to keep getting traded for each other again. <laughs> Imagine they just keep getting traded for each other back and forth, no matter what team. Oh my god, that means that's that's insanity, comical but insanity. But this pod has gone pretty off the rail. Uh, 
as as true KJE fashion. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. But John, Dude, before- can, I, can I say one last thing about the Knicks? Okay. I need to experience a game seven in the garden. Like you witnessed the Rangers? Dude, that was unbelievable. Because, like, I, I, I know I, I was saying I want to pick sweet I've heard the, of the allure of the garden, you know, game seven at the garden. You know, we've watched it's intense. it. Yeah, it's intense. But I've never, we, I never personally experienced it. Yeah, same like, here. Dude. Listen, I literally was in St. Petersburg, Russia, in the World Cup, in a round of 16 game elimination, and they beat Spain in penalty kicks. And, you know, beat Iniesta, one of the best players to ever play the game, and they went nuts. 16, I was thinking like 69,000 people in that stadium. Garden has 18,000. I promise you, I've never experienced anything like the Garden. So, like, when it, when it comes to the Knicks, dude, I'm just, I'm yearning for that day, man. I am actually Me yearning too. for that day. Me too. But that's why when things like LeBron come up, and I'm like, oh, it's so stupid, blah, blah, blah. I think I would sell my soul for, like, you know, like, I, 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 it, at one point, it sounds, nah, man, a, I'm it trying sounds to a it. lot. It sounds a lot like the Kevin Garnett, uh, uh, Paul, Paul Pierce, Pierce Nets team, which you it know would be. It's, that's what it sounds like a little bit on one hand, but on the other hand, it also sounds like that Lakers team with like Shaq, Kobe, Carmelo, and Gary Payton, who would have won if they didn't get injured now, in the finals. And you, and you asked me if you learned from it. No, you just do the same thing, bro. Like he, you would legitimately construct the same team again. He'd figure out who's the guy to be his running mate, uh, like an Anthony Davis. R.J. Barrett. He would not. He would keep R.J. Barrett on the team and treat him like uh, THT. <laughs> oh my god! I I'm just saying, bro. Like that's I, fair. Is, no, it's fair. It's fair. This is I'm what just, I think about when I think of like LeBron out. on a team. It's probably bro. nonsense. Like, it's probably nonsense. I was just I was just curious about it. Yeah, but let's let's. Before I like my scenario. Up. I like my scenario with with the DeAndre Ian and Jalen Brunson. Yes, that's please. That'd be cool. And all we, cool. all we lose is Randall, Mitch, and a pick or two, whatever. I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah, I like Aiden. I like Aiden a lot. Um, but since we're talking about Suns and uh, we're, we're pretty much done with this uh, lottery conversation, let's, uh, let's talk about these playoffs, man, before we get out of here. We just saw Phoenix. Game seven in, in history of basketball. Yeah, we had some really good game seven. Shout out to my, first of all, shout out to my guy. Giannis Antetokounmpo put up 200, <laughs> 200 points, 100 rebounds, 50 assists throughout a seven-game series, all right? And I see people on the timeline slandering this dude. I'm like, really? Like, he just won the chip last season. Injuries are a part of the game. And we're questioning if he's that guy? Yes, he is that guy, all right? Mm-hmm. He is him. There's no conversation. Leave it alone. This is not – he won his chip. He did his thing. You want to know who didn't do this thing for the for the Bucks? All the role players. You have Grayson Allen out there, like a traffic cone. That guy was like a traffic cone. You didn't. You had Pat Cotton didn't show up. It really felt the Chris Middleton thing, huh? Yo, Chris Middleton, and people downplay how good Chris Middleton is, and Chris Middleton's good. So didn't have Chris Middleton. Drew Holiday did the best he could. Everybody else didn't show up. Where was Brooke Lopez? Where was everybody else? Questionable thing. Javon Carter. Brooke Lopez, he, he was trying. I thought he it was going to be the Brook Lopez game, bro. I was tweeting out. He had three blocks. He, he hit threes. He was look, getting those putbacks. The thing is, my question is, why are you bringing back in George Hill when Javion Carter was doing a fine job and George Hill was in street clothes like a couple games ago? You're really throwing him back in there? Was that it on was the Knicks podcast or the Winning Picks Weekly podcast? I was like, I can't stand the George Hill factor. It was making fun of me. Might have been Winning Picks Weekly. Uh, I think it was Winning Picks Weekly. We didn't have that conversation. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so. I think, I think the, the Pacers thing really just pisses me off. I just can't. I can't look at George Hill in the face because of the Pacers series. <laughs> exactly that reason. Exactly that reason. But hey, Bucks tried their thing. Celtics got a really good defense, really deep squad. I think they're going to beat Miami. It's not looking like that game one, but this is going to be a seven game series. I think the Celtics are going to do it, man. I think, Celtics Celtics seven. Are, I think the Celtics are going to do this in seven. They got the depth. They have, they play like a team. They got the defense. Ime Adoka, 
You know, this, the Celtics were projected to be a top three team coming into this season. It may have Doka's just taken them to a whole other level with his, his schemes. Like, yes, Tatum's taking another jump. You got to give it to the players first because they are out there doing it. Tatum, uh, Brown, Marcus Smart. You know, you have Robert Williams. Grant Williams just was on fire last game. You know, these guys are doing their thing. Peyton Pritchard, he's coming out here doing his thing. The Derek White trade was solid. You got to give credit to Boston, even though it sucks to say it. But this team is really coming together. All these guys are taking another level up. Emeadoka has been adjusting. Defensive guy really showing his thing on the court and figuring out how to stop guys. He was like, yo, we're going to worry about Giannis. Let the other guys see if they can do it. And that was the right plan. Bucks tried to do it. They're like, yeah, let Grant Williams score. And they never adjusted. And Grant Williams was like, yo, let me just go put up some shots today. So shout out to, shout out to the Celtics, I guess, for, for what they've been doing. I hate saying that, but I think they're going to do it. What do you got for, uh, what do you got for Celtics heat? Uh, if you got anything else before that from the previous series, before we touch on a uh, Warriors, uh, Suns. Well, I mean, I, I think you're on point. Uh, especially with this series, I got Celtics in seven. I think Celtics are going to win game two. And then they, the Heat will steal one, I believe, in the Garden, which will be tough. But probably like game four. And they'll just go back and forth until the seven, until the game seven, home, home. And then they'll, they'll hit game seven. And uh, I think Boston will uh, win on the road again, man. Uh, I think they showed it in the first half. They can do it. They'll be fully healthy by game seven. Hopefully, mm-hmm. uh, Tice is limping right now. If uh, Williams, the center, could, you know, Robert, if he could uh, stay upright. Marcus Smart gets okay if Warford stops having COVID. <laughs> I, 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 they've been the best team since January, man, the, no matter how you slice it. So, we'll yeah. see, man. The, After the, RJ the, hit that game winner. <laughs> literally. Literally since that day. So, we'll see. Jimmy Butler's on a mission. Again. I think it's going to be Heat Mavs. Shout out to my boy Mikey. He's been yelling at me, telling me that. I agree. This is it's just the rivalry that we didn't see wow. coming. Wow. So you got the Mavs beating the Warriors. I want to hear that, man. Capital you want- F frauds, bro. Listen, dude, I, I, there was no bigger fan of the Warriors than me. Even when everyone started hating on them, like they started getting annoyed and they're becoming complacent with the Warriors. I was still on board. I promise you. I was like, I still love that. I'm right there but with you. They are not the same team. They're just not I the agree. same team. They Who on earth is going to guard Luka? They don't have Iggy. Wiggins is not going to do it. Steph Curry is not the same Steph Curry. He he has injuries. Clay Thompson, same. I know he had the crazy game six, but he did not look good in the series. Jordan Poole looks okay in spurts at home, but he's not this amazing defender. And Draymond Green hasn't scored a bucket in seven and a half weeks. So I I just don't see how this team is going to beat the Mavs, who are unintentionally, in my opinion, built to beat the Warriors. They they have the small lineup with Powell and Kleber, and they can hit the threes everywhere. Everyone on the team can hit threes. They have a bunch of ball handlers, one through four. Uh, honestly, they're they're built to beat them. They could win a one-on-one. They have tall defenders. Like, Bullock is going to be a big part of this series. Sucks to say. But, dude, I, I think I think it's going to be Mavs in six. So you, you mean lengthy defenders, not tall defenders, because they only got Dwight Power. But Yeah, that's what I mean. Just like just like, yeah. just like wings that are going to yeah, be yeah, annoying. Yeah, on point, John. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy that, that, that Luka is going to be in the ship. Yo, after trading Mr. KP himself. So, who would have thought? I do, I still think the war. I, I'm going to differ with you. I, th- I still think the Warriors are going to pull this out. I think it's going to go seven. I think this is going to go seven. I uh, the Warriors are just they just been there. They've done it. They're, they're experienced. This is the high, these are the high pressured games that even when they're hurt, they just figure out ways to win. Even against Memphis, right? Like we saw that they figured out ways to win even when they're not shooting well. And I'm going to put that more on the veteran presence that they have on that team, especially with the key guys and Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, and Draymond Green. They just know what to do and they know how to communicate and they know what to tell all the young guys. I think they're going to be ready for this. Um, 
I think it's going to go seven. Wouldn't it be surprised if the Mavs win? But I'm going to go with the Warriors uh, on this one. I do agree with you on the Celtics, though. But this series is going to be good. But I want to talk about it before we get out of here. Phoenix, man. Wild. What do you think? It's my team all year. It's my team all year. Yeah, man. You were were thinking it was going to be Bucks-Phoenix rematch. All year. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I agreed with you. But we have to, I want to have this conversation right now. I, I want to have this conversation right now about one CP3. Actually, no. Let's, let's talk of the town. Back. Yeah, talk of the town. Actually, let's make the, I don't want to just unload on him because he's got enough and he's still a really good player. Phoenix as a whole, let's do that conversation. Is this team done? Was this the last chance they had to make it to the finals? That's an interesting question. Can I answer it with another question? Is what how do you feel about Monty Williams? Is he legit? Because he, he was a coach of the yes. year this year and he was supposed to be, according to everyone, the coach of the year last year, too. Yeah. No, I agree. So, I think he's a good coach. So if he's legit and then the DeAndre Ian thing was like a personal thing or whatever happened, they got into a riff, then yeah. I I I think that they can continue to do this. The door's not closed, especially because Devin Booker's think- a beast. He's gonna get better. Okay, that's the question I was gonna ask you. Do you think Devin Booker is gonna take it? To that next level because he didn't take it to that next level this series, man. Well, he was he in game seven. I know he's battling he, an injury. No, he wasn't battling an injury, is he? Yeah, he, he the was. Groin? Oh, the hamstring. Yeah, the hammy. Yeah, I mean Chris Paul. I know he had like real injuries, like the wrist and stuff. Devin Booker was just at the end of the day. I don't think he had help. I know it's crazy to say, but with Aiton was out. For whatever reason, Paul was a shell of himself, which happens every single end of the playoff series. And I think you kind of have to, at this point, plan for that. Like, know that towards the end of the playoffs, he's going to fall apart physically and kind of mentally, but physically. Okay. <laughs> and, and you have to have a plan B and C for it. Devin Booker is going to be double and triple teams. Nobody helped him out. Like, I'm sorry, Cameron Payne's just not that guy. I know that Knicks fans during the year start telling me, oh, we need Cameron Payne, Cameron Payne. No, we don't, okay? He's not that guy. I know Monk had, had a really good year, and it's 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 now, okay, let's we, – now we need him. It's You know who needs a draft pick, bro? Phoenix. Mm. Phoenix needs a draft pick, bro. They need, to, they need those kinds of players. Like, they need an A.J. Griffin and, and Julius Randle. That would be sick Oops. for them. Like th- that would be a, like if, if they had Randall on on Phoenix, man. If they had a scoring power forward, that would they would be a really, 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 really good team. They need that third guy. I'm looking at it right now. They do not have a draft pick at all this year. None, dude. I come to the table. I bring you Fournier. He shoots threes. I give you Randall. He could score by himself, create his own buck. I give you a first-round pick. Is this your Tony Soprano impression? <laughs> you give me DeAndre Ayton. I sign him. I trade Mitch Robinson. I get myself a point guard, and we call it a day. IQ, he's chilling. We keep our guys. OB, he gets a spot. He stops crying. Grimes sticks in his role. D. Rose could chill off the bench. Burks could play every single position off the, off the, in a depth chart. Sims gets to play free safety. And we have we have a, we have a nice time. All right, and that was John's that was John's deal <laughs> to the Phoenix Suns. So anyone in the front office, Sarver, Monty, <laughs> hit me up. You guys are listening. If you if you guys are listening, you know what to do. But I think this is a good place to end it, John. Good place to end another Knicks episode. Got you some uh, lottery takes, some Brunson IQ takes. LeBron takes first time LeBron ever. LeBron takes. On the Knicks yeah, this is the podcast. first one. My God, <laughs> thought you you would think that we started this podcast back <laughs> like two thousand and nine. <laughs> Shout out to the only idiot that went to Times Square to watch the decision. Tell me, hey, you live and you learn, right? But thank you for ESPN by Jane McManus. That was fun. That's cool. She's like, oh, you're an idiot. Come talk to me. I was like, all right. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Let me give you my takes. 
But on that note, thank everyone for tuning in for another Knicks episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. You know what to do. If you haven't done so already, please make sure to subscribe to this podcast. We're on all audio listening platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are there. If you listen to us on Apple or Spotify, please make sure to give us that five-star rating. If you listen to us on Apple, please make sure to leave a comment. We will read it. We will greatly appreciate it. We're also on YouTube. Type in Nick's comment, Jets comment, ETC, period. Find the page, subscribe, hit that notification bell. That way you know when a new episode drops. And when you watch a video, hit the like button. Leave a comment, add to the conversation. Let us know in the comments what you think about the Knicks staying at the 11th. Did you really believe they're going to jump up? Who do you want to see in the draft at 11? Let us know. Leave a comment down below. And while you're over here, check out our other podcast, Winning Picks Weekly. John, video producer Greg, co-host, and our guy, Chip Murphy. These guys go through everything. Everything. MLB, NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs. Dude, I'm so hot on the NHL playoffs. Hot. I'm hot with the NHL playoffs right now. This is interesting. Totally is wrong on the NBA. Had Milwaukee and the Suns. They both laid it down. You know what it is? I feel like sometimes when you watch a sport too closely, you overanalyze it. You know what I mean? But when you don't so follow it that all year, bro, the Suns are so good all year, man. But when you, but when you, when you don't watch a sport that intensely, you just go for the ride. You can see the board clearly, and that's you right now. That's you for the NHL right now. So you know what Killing that means, everyone. Right you know what that means. Make sure to go over and check WPW Winning Picks Weekly and go get John's takes on hockey. All right, this hockey playoffs. Because <laughs> I never thought I'd hear money. those words, bro. Who would have thought? <laughs> here we are. And then last and certainly not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another Knicks episode of the Knicks Jets, etc. podcast. We out. Let's go, Knicks. Let's go, Rangers, son. Bring me to the Eastern Conference Finals. I already got game six tickets. Let's go. <laughs>